Friday Night Hoops. number four this is the start of a new series that we're doing between now and the start of the season where we run down our top 10 players in each position uh i'm matt i've got josh on the line how's it going man it's going well thank you yourself i'm very good i'm very very good um this has been quite anticipated not only because i'm expecting a great deal of uh disagreement but also because myself and yourself are quite passionate home bodies homers for <laughs> yeah, home, yeah definitely i i uh i like to overrep philly you know yeah and i like to overrep to- toronto so uh as we are starting in the top 10 pgs what are we saying what number one carl lowry number two ben simmons yeah and then number three uh joel Embiid. man he can play <laughs> everywhere <laughs> <laughs> yeah that must be it that that must be it um <laughs> If, if if he wasn't so injury prone, he would be he'd be playing all five positions. I'm not I'm not gonna lie. I there is nothing more I would like to see than Joel Embiid <laughs> trying to play full court NBA point guard. <laughs> that is madness. He's got that Euro step. But anyway, we we digress, don't we? A little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nathan's not with us this week, unfortunately. Uh, he can't be with us. He's working late. Um, so he has shared his list with us. Uh, Josh, have you got Nathan's list to hand? I do. Do you want me to read it out? Yeah, let's, if we just rattle off Nathan's top 10 PGs. So the way I'm thinking of it is, is that we want to come up with a top 10 list as a group, as a Friday Night Hoops podcast throughout this, this well, throughout the series. At the end of each, by the end of each show, for each position, we'll have our top 10 list that we agree upon, whether that actually happens or not. We'll see. It certainly won't happen for Nathan because I think <laughs> no, he's not here to defend it. So, no. uh, but I'm going to give it in reverse order. Just okay. Jazz yeah, it, yeah, yeah. Just to be, you know. So number ten, we've got Trey Young. Okay. Number nine, Carl Lowry. Okay. Number eight, Mike Conley. Number seven, Luka Doncic. Number six, Ben Simmons. Number five, Kemba Walker. Number four. Kyrie, number three, D'Angelo Russell. Wow. Oh, no, sorry. Do you know what? He might be thinking Russell Westbrook. He just put Russell. I think he means but Russell Westbrook. He, he, I mean, I don't know. <laughs> with He's also a bit of a homer. Yeah, and obviously, D'Angelo the Brooklyn player. Um, obviously, that needs a bit of clarifying. I'm going to assume that it's... You know, you would generally refer to Westbrook as Westbrook, right? People are like, yeah, mm-hmm. Bodie or Westbrook. Like, no one calls him Russell. Mm. No one's like, oh, yes, my favorite point guard, Russell. Mm. Um, so <laughs> I'm assuming he's in D'Angelo Russell. Um, number two, Damian Lillard. Okay. Dolph Dane. Uh, and number one, Steph Curry. Okay. So that sounds a lot like my list as well. Okay. You, you've gone for D'Angelo Russell at number three, too. Yeah, no, I'm joking. No, no, fair enough. <laughs> so, 10, we had Trey Young. 9, we had... Um, let me Romani. pull it up again. 
we're just moving off it. Uh, so 10, Trey Young, 9, Carl Lowry, 8, Mike Conley, 7, Luka Doncic, 6, ah. Ben Simmons, 5, Kemba Walker, 4, Kyrie Irving, 3, D'Angelo Russell, um, 2, Dame Lillard, okay. 1, Curry. Okay. Uh, shall I give my top 10 as Ben, and then we finish with you? And we try yeah, and meet sure. somewhere in the middle? Yeah? Um, uh, so, so at number... Can I mention some honourable mentions? Oh, yeah. Out, outside of my top 10. So I've got, at 13, De'Aaron Fox. Okay. At number 12, Carl Lowry. Okay. At, at number 11, CP3. At number yeah. 10... So that, those are my honourable mentions, which I think they're all good players. They have De'Aaron Fox. CP3 and Carl Lowry in my Carl in my, my honourable mentions, just outside of the top ten. So my top ten uh, point guards are based upon who I think are the best players right now, um, and who will see me if I was a GM tomorrow. I would put in my top ten in terms of who I would want to draft to get me through the season and into okay. the postseason. All right. So at number ten, I've got Trey Young. Number nine, I've got Mike Conley. Number eight, I've got D'Lo. Number seven, I've got Doncic. Number five, six, sorry, I've got Ben Simmons. Number five, Kemba Walker. Number four, Kyrie Irving. Number three, Russell Westbrook. Number two, Damian Lillard. And number one, Steph Curry. Okay. okay. Thoughts? Thoughts? Um, I think these podcasts are going to be quite short. <laughs> it's, it's like, I, think it's, I agree. It's going to be like a consensus top ten. Um, oh, Really? I'm surprised you said that. Well, as in give or take. I mean, I I think generally it's more going to be about where they sit in that that order. And there's like no one there that I'm like, are they absolutely shouldn't be um, there? Shouldn't be there. Or and there's so no one. I'm like that person should absolutely be in this list. Are any of the um. Uh, any of the uh, let's have a look. Uh, any of my honourable mentions, people that you would want to have. I would or, think, sorry that you would want to have. Sorry, I was thinking that um, Carl Lowry might scrape in at ten. Really? Yeah, but it's a it's a hard call because obviously Lowry's been quality, but he's getting old. Mm. Whereas Trey Young has shown heaps of potential and is growing into his role. Um, my only worry about him is just like efficiency from the floor. Um, he he's a high volume shooter, but if he has a cold night, like the whole team goes cold. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, I mean the the big one that um, I disagree with generally in in a top ten, and this is controversial, but we my 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 uh, disapproval of Russell Westbrook is well documented. And that's because I guess for me, I kind of have a criteria which is does this team this does this player make the team better? Um and okay. I always a little bit like Russell Westbrook. Like obviously he gets loads of assists, but they feel like assists that he gives to people that doesn't really get them going and get them in rhythm, it's more about his stats. Um but yeah, well, I don't know. I, that's I quite a bold. That's quite a bold comment there, Josh. I'm not gonna lie. It's quite. Yeah, a bold I mean, one. I'm sure I'd drop him out of the top ten, but I wouldn't put him uh, higher. I mean, like, and also this his is a man who, who averaged a triple double three years in a yeah. row. 
last year yeah. finished on 22, 11, 10.7 assists, 42% from the field, 29% from three, pretty bad. 65% from the... Well, I didn't realise his free throw percentage was that bad either. PER of 21... I mean, come on. You think he's that? I mean, I think when you take out the counting stats and you look at the amount of games that he lost the Thunder because instead of passing it off to like a player in form like Paul George, mm. he took last minute or last second heaves from three when he hadn't hit a free all game. Um, do you know what I mean? Like there was there, there were so many instances where I just kind of felt like if Russell Westbrook wasn't playing for himself, that the team would have done better. I I know it's controversial. Yeah, it's controversial. I know it is. Um, and I'm saying I'm not I'm not even saying he shouldn't be in the top ten. I just think I would maybe put him lower down the list. Where did you have him? I had him at number three. I'll be honest. Number- I had him at number three because actually, if you consider, like, I know what you're saying about um, does he make his players around him better? And I'm sure, um, of course, I agree with what you're saying that if there's any, if there's one position that you need to make your colleagues better in, it needs to be the point guard because it's such an impactful position. That being said, the stats don't lie, and I, I generally also feel that as a point guard, you should also be a leader of a team. You should inspire, yeah. um, for better or for worse. Uh, you know, tremendous amount of skill in your colleagues. Uh, and you, I keep saying colleagues. I've obviously just come from work. What's going on? <laughs> <laughs> uh, but and they are you colleagues. Need, You're not wrong. They are, they are, they are colleagues in, in a formal sense. But you need to, yeah, you need to inspire greatness. And for me, I see him as if you want someone who plays hard, never takes a night off. Um, maybe defensively, he's lacking quite a bit. But again, we're talking about point guards, not wings. Um, I, you, I don't think you could ask for a harder worker, honestly. Fair. Um, I'm I'm gonna ask a question, um, oh. and I, I'm gonna caveat and say obviously I, I I told you before we we start recording I didn't come up with a list. I'm more kind of gut reacting to what you guys think and stuff. But mm-hmm. I, I kind of we all know that one of the reasons that Jimmy Butler has moved to Miami is because he kind of wants to be point guard. If you stopped considering Butler as a kind of shooting guard wing and started considering him in a similar mold to like. Um, ben Simmons as being a slightly oversized guard who wants to run the pick and roll, wants to yeah. kind of be the, the the floor general. Does he make it into your top ten? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Do you reckon yeah, he's gonna play that role this year, or do you reckon he's going to be um, kind of like he'll do some facilitation, some playmaking, but really that will be other players on the team in Miami that are doing that. I mean, he does want Chris Paul to join him, doesn't he? Uh, yeah. No, you're right. I mean, it's hard to say. It's really hard to say, because I, I generally see Jim... It's weird, because I wouldn't have... If Jimmy was a, a point guard, he'd be a top 10 point guard. But I still, for his ability, I wouldn't put him... I'd put him, like, at 10. I wouldn't put him much higher yeah. than that. No, I think... I, I don't I don't think he's an amazing point guard, like, certainly. But um, I just think it's interesting, because obviously, when he's at Philly... He was keen on having the ball in his hands and being being a facilitator. Yeah. Um, so just like Mr. Clutch, like yeah. the guy, just that value alone. Like if if I kind of talk down Russell Westbrook because he's he's not good in the clutch or 
because he's making poor decisions in the clutch. Like Jimmy Butler uh, is kind of emblematic of someone that really takes hold of the game and, and really kind of comes into their own in the kind of final quarter. It's a valuable asset to have in your team, isn't it? Yeah, no, yeah, it's true. Yeah, it's true. It, I didn't think... It's a, that's a good point, you know. That's a really good point. Um, should we... Before we get on to the... Well, Jimmy point aside, let's go back to the top 10 that we've got. Where would you... If I read out the comparables between me and uh, yeah. Nath at, from 10 to 1, and then you say agree or disagree, and then if okay. you disagree, you add the player that you'd put in that order. Okay? Okay. Okay, so at number 10, we had Trey Young. So Trey Young being an absolute superstar in his rookie season. Um, apparently, he's put on 10 to 15 pounds of muscle in the offseason um, already. Um, but in terms of what he brought to the table, I mean, I don't need to go through his stats because I haven't got them in front of me. But he was doing bits. He yeah. was he was doing bits. Um, I mean, agree or disagree? I think I might put him up at nine. Wow! But we're being a bit semantic there. Um, do, you, so, do you want me to do you want me to go through his stats, or you, you're familiar enough with what he did last season in his I rookie mean, season? I, I I had him in my fantasy team. You know, he did bits for me. Mm. Didn't help my uh, goal efficiency, that's for sure. But nope. but. Helped in a lot of other ways. So, you know, I'm I'm loosely familiar with the man. Um, I, I mean, 19 and 8 as a rookie. That's, missed, bad, one, missed one game from three, 32%. Not amazing. From the field, 41%. Decent, really good. 82% from the line. PER of 17. I mean, yeah. Yeah. He, he's going to be a top player in the league for sure. Um it's just the kind of where do you put him this year? And obviously, I think in a couple of years' time, he'll be higher. Years' time, he'll be higher up this list. But uh, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, I guess I, I I'm happy at ten. I'm not like that's a crime, or you know, I hope he never hears this podcast because he'll be so like affronted by it. Um, of course, you know, he he will eventually hear this podcast. I mean, it's making waves. That's why I hear. Um, yeah. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I'm, I, I can I can get behind him at ten. It's not it's not so egregious that we need to debate whether he's at nine or ten. I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I hear you saying. Okay, fair enough. Well, uh, okay. So, as there's two votes for Trey and only one vote not for Trey, I'll, I'll leave him at ten for now. All okay. Right. Number nine, Nathan had Carl Lowry. I had Mike Conley. I think Mike Conley's going to be better than Kyle Lowry this year um partly because of like situational stuff like I think Conley's with the Jazz who are going to be a much better team this year um and I think Toronto are going to be kind of having to figure out quite quickly um kind of who the top dog is I'm I'm imagining Spicy P um but yeah, I think Kyle Lowry's role is going to change. I mean, arguably, you could say that that means he's likely to get more points and more, like, kind of more of a, a role on the offensive end. But um, I also think that he's got a few miles on him now. Yeah. Um, so I, I would potentially put Conley ahead of ahead of Lowry. Okay. So you're saying you're putting... Bear in mind, I don't have Kyle Lowry in my top 10. And as a Toronto fan, that takes some... So I'm doing. I just don't think yeah, he's top ten. Fair enough. Um, so, yeah. So you put Conley at, at nine, right? And I put Conley at nine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nave put um, 
Lowry at nine. I, I'm happy with Lowry in the top ten. I still think he's up there. Okay. Um, but yeah, we can obviously once we get through it, we can always also see like, okay, is anyone going to slip out because there's going to be a couple of players that don't quite fit. Yeah. Okay. So we're, Lowry's going in at nine. All right. Uh, okay. At number eight, uh, Nave had uh, Mike Conley. I had D'Lo. I would go Conley there, I think. Okay. Okay. Cool. Interesting. I think this is an interesting one because I kind of see, I've always seen Mike Conley as a slightly more athletic um, car carry, basically. Yeah. And a slightly better. I think he's he's also been a bit underrated over the last few years playing in Memphis. Okay. Yeah, yeah. You know, he doesn't get the nods for all-star games. He doesn't get the recognition in all-NBA teams. But actually, I think he does a pretty solid job. Um, and in a new situation, in a team that a lot of people around you know, the league are talking about being one of the teams to watch, I think well, people will suddenly become Conley appreciators. Mm. No, that's a good point. That's a good point. Yeah, yeah. Um, so... Yeah, I, I mean, I thought D'Lo, to be honest, should have, shouldn't be higher than this, personally, because I think there's quite a lot of flaws in his game. Um, but I know Nathan. Although I, I'm, I'm curious whether Nathan made a mistake and whether he meant Russell being West, Russell Westbrook uh, rather um, than DeAndre Russell. I can't imagine that he would miss out. <laughs> yeah, I would assume that that's what he meant. But for the purpose of this podcast, yeah, it's I better. am You're choosing right. to to side on he wants D'Angelo Russell at number three. Yeah, yeah. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. no, I agree with you. I agree with you, man. Um, so, number seven. So, we've got Connolly at eight. Number seven should be a no-brainer. Both of us said Luca. What are you saying? Um, yeah, I, I, I think Luca is is a good a good shout there. Um, I, I wasn't a believer when he came into the league. I thought... You know, I listened to Bill Simmons chat about his lack of athleticism or something, or, you know, someone somewhere talking about it. And I was like, yeah, he, he hasn't got the athleticism for this. Um, Prove me wrong. And I'm, I'm expecting big things from him this year. Okay. Okay, cool. No brainer. I think in terms of, uh, in t- he's, yeah, he's just a guy. He's just a guy. He's just slightly better to me than Trey in terms of what he brings to the table and, in terms of that rookie class, it's crazy. Although, again, pinch of salt, he's not really a rookie. But Well, I mean, he is in the NBA. Just because he's been playing against fully grown men all his life in, a, in the Euro League doesn't mean he's not not a rook. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. Because, yeah. you know, Trey's been playing against, you know, supposedly the best like players of his age mm. um, in college. Like, It's not like he's not been playing competitive basketball. Well, yeah, good point. Good point. Um, all right, man. So number six. Well, this should be an interesting one for you as president of the um, what can only be described as the flipping Philadelphia 76ers uh, Brixton fan club branch manager. Um, yeah. Yeah. So what are we saying? Is that too high or too low for Big Ben? I actually think that I would put Ben at five. Wow. Yeah, go on. So I'm I'm saying too low. I would probably drop down 
I'm going to, I'm controversially, I'm going to say, I, I would drop down, you know, if we take, if we give Nathan the benefit of the doubt, I'd be putting Russell Westbrook down there, um, at kind of like mid, mid table. You're putting um, Ben Simmons above Russell Westbrook? Yeah, for sure. Okay. Ben Simmons okay. makes his team better. That's, I mean, on a, on a Kate, like individual comparison, I simply as uh, on their own, you, obviously like Russell Westbrook counting stats, um, you can't argue it. But in terms of what they bring to a basketball team and how they make a team better and what they're able to do, and also just Ben Simmons' crazy potential to be the best player in the league up there with Giannis and um, Kawhi and KD, like you know, if he can get anything looking like a mid-range jumper, um, like if he if he does that, um, he'll completely unlock defenses and be able to kind of be the best of. Um, like Russell Westbrook and someone like Yanis with little bits of his game that neither of them have. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I just, I mean, you probably don't. Obviously, I'm, I'm proving your point that <laughs> I am president. Of yeah, yeah, no, no, you, no. I'm loving it. I'm loving it. It's a good look. Um, I respect it. But yeah. So I would, I would put Ben at five, and I would drop, um, yeah, Russell Westbrook out so of that top Westbrook, five. You're putting Westbrook at six. I'm putting Westbrook at six for all the reasons I've already said. Don't need all to rehash them. That seems pretty fair considering what you were saying earlier. I don't think that's um, that's too wild. Okay, so Westbrook that at six. You're putting Russell at five. Is like getting an itchy neck or something, and just yeah. like looked up. It's like something horrendous just happened. Yeah. Well, no, no. You you said it. You stuck with it. Um, <laughs> so. That being said, then you're looking at the next bit. It is uh, hmm. So I'm going to read out. We differ slightly now because we're out of sync. So at number okay. four, we had Kyrie and Kyrie. Yeah, yeah. So um, are you in? Oh, uh, but uh, I, just, I, sorry, I, I, sorry, sorry, sorry. Let me. Before. Sorry. At number five, we both, me and Nate, both had Kemba. You put. Uh, ben Simmons. So basically, you, to left over on the board, we've got Kemba, Kyrie, Damon, Steph, and Russell. But obviously, you put Russell down to six. So yeah. put, put in your order one to four Steph, Dame, Russell, Kemba. Stay, Steph, Dame, Kyrie, and Kemba. I think it is Steph number one, yeah. Dame number two. Yeah, that's Kemba not going to change. Okay. Kyrie number, um, oh sorry, Kemba number three, Kyrie number four. Wow. And Simmons number You're five. Kemba that high. I honestly, again, a bit like Conley. I just think people have been limited. low on Kemba. He's been limited he's been playoff experience limited. But like the the criteria was that he would get a team to the playoffs. Okay. This isn't this isn't about simply winning a, a championship, is it? Like, no. Like Steph will take you deeper. But his stats, his stats are generally wow! I didn't realize he played all eighty-two games last season as well. Uh, 25.6. I know it's not all about the stats, but twenty-five point six, four point four, five, almost six assists a game. Um, thirty-five, thirty-six percent from three, forty-three percent field goal percentage, eighty-four from the line. He's good. Is he the third best point guard in the league? That's the thing. In comparison with Kyrie, uh, what I'm going to say is that Brad Stevens has a track record of turning 
like little point guards into like phenomenal players. They took Isaiah Thomas, yeah. and he was what number pick number sixty in the in his draft year. Um, yeah. Doesn't do a whole lot. Goes to Boston, explodes, has a crazy season. Um, scary Terry Terry Rogier. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, little point guard, explosive, has some really good moments, and obviously he's got a really big contract off of that. Now I'm thinking. Brad Stevens, bearing in mind this isn't necessarily about a straight-up player comparison, but how well they're going to do this year. And um, I think the Brad Stevens effect on a player that's as good as Kemba Walker to begin with mm-hmm, mm-hmm. could well unlock another level for, for Kemba. Okay. Um, yeah, I, I just I believe in, in the guy a lot. Um, okay. Though... though Kyrie's going to be running the show on his own at Brooklyn with no other stars to to share the ball with, which I think is how he likes it. But um, so he'll get lots of points for sure, and That's he's got fair. the best, best handles in the league, without a doubt. Yeah, so a no, you good point. Oh, fair. No, it's a tough one. I think you no, you, you you've been fair. You've been fair with that one. Um, I mean, Steph Dane. Do we even want to talk about that? Fairly. I mean, Fairly, yeah, straightforward, we, could, right? we could justify it. I mean, in terms of what happened this year, Steph's going to find it a lot harder because he hasn't got so many players that spread the floor. Mm-hmm. Like, will his three-point shot be as effective when um, defences haven't got to worry about Clay and KD as well? Good point. Very good point. Um, whereas Dame arguably has been doing all that without the same kind of team around him where defensive schemes get very much run around isolating him and CJ McCollum but especially Dame well it'd be interesting it, you know it'd be interesting as well to think that actually with the uh, top 10 point guards if you're thinking of backcourts it'd be interesting to think about where the top 10 uh, shooting guards match up in comparison as well Yeah, you make, a, you make a good point about CJ he ranks very highly not to be a spoiler but he ranks very highly in my top 10 Shooting guards, and actually, I wonder. I mean, Dame is Dame. Don't get me wrong, but do you know what I mean? Yeah, no, no. I mean, that's that's fair. And um, you know, Steph has had the luxury of playing alongside Clay and KD for the past three years. Um, and you know, Clay, no spoilers either, but ranks very, very highly. Won't be ranked this year because he's going to sit the whole year out. But mm. um. But yeah, if if he was in that list, would probably feature at one or two for me. Yeah. Um, so uh, yeah, I'm just curious as to how well Steph will do without that kind of shooting that one-two punch. Yeah, that shooting threat that means that teams can't double up on on Steph in the same way. Um, but still, Steph is insanely good, and I I think yeah, it's a hard one. Hard one to call. Yeah, for sure, man. For sure. All right, cool. So let's go through then, just to try and amalgamate the list into one place. Uh, at 10, universal choice of the Friday Night Hoops podcast for top 10 point guards going into the 2019-2020 season is Trey Young. Cool. Number nine, the universal choice is Carl Lowry. Interesting. My choice of Mike Conley dropped out. Uh, at number eight, Mike Conley was selected. Okay. Number seven, Luka Doncic was selected. Now, this is where it starts to get tricky. 
at number six, according to the vote of Friday Night Hoops, it's uh, Ben Simmons. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah I mean, ben Simmons, it's ben two, Simmons two, two v one, right? Two v one. Two v one. And number five, we have uh, Kemba Walker, despite what you said. Sorry. Just, yeah, yeah. Five is I, Kemba Walker. I know that our listeners are going to know that I've, I've spoken some truth here today, you, but it's okay. We'll, you made we'll a very go... valid point. I'm not going to. You made a very <laughs> valid point. At three, we've got Russell Westbrook. Um, despite the fact that actually thinking about it, I might swap those two around, but I just, yeah. Uh, at number, th- sorry, uh, sorry, uh, sorry. At four was Kyrie Irving. Three was Russell Westbrook. Wow. Uh, two was Dame. One was Steph. So to flip it around the other side, number one, according to us, best point guard in the league, Steph Curry. Number two, Dame, Dillard, Dame Lillard. Three, Russell Westbrook. Four, Kyrie Irving. Five, Kemba Walker. Six, Ben Simmons. Seven, Luka Doncic. Eight, Mike Connolly. Nine, Carl Lowry. And ten, Trey Young. Do you know what that means? What? Is that because of your and Nathan's similarities, Nathan called it ahead of time with his list. That is exactly his list. Wow. Even when he's not here, this guy is doing bits. Uh... Though I, you know, obviously would like to register my protest for the uh, history books, <laughs> uh, and we can obviously recap our our, um, our selections at the end of the season and see see how we think we fared. Do, do you have any thoughts on the um, on who might sneak into the top ten this season from the re- from the honourable mentions? Well, just go with your gut. Who would you say is could sneak in? Um, One I think. Darren Fox. I agree. I agree. I think he's got the potential. He's got the defensive potential end to end. I know Russell, you know, is Mr. Athletic, but it's a young man's sport, man. And Darren Fox is, what, 20 years old, 21 years old, and most freaking yeah. nature athletically. One of the, he, if he gets a shot now, he kind of reminds me a bit of a John Wall. Yeah. Is it like super athletic? Um, can't really shoot that efficiently, although he's now up to 37% from three. Um, doesn't shoot a tremendous amount, but I don't know, man. I like, I think, he's no. big, I think he can have a big year. I think if, he keeps, a... if he keeps improving, he's going to be scarily good. Um, yeah, I, I back him. Um, and CP3 is going the wrong way in terms of age. You know, he's only going to get worse, not better. Well, he's not in um, our top 10. He's not in our top ten, and um, but yeah, so he won't be sneaking in next season's one for sure. Um, but yeah, uh, yeah. I guess it's it's kind of the other question mark I throw out there is what you know if Malcolm Brogdon can stay healthy, mm. does he get to that kind of level of sneaking up in his development? Obviously, I think the youngest player ever to get the uh, to join the um fifty forty ninety yeah yeah. Um, what in his second year, third year? I can't remember now. Um, I think it was second year, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like yeah. that's nuts. That is nuts. Um, and he he just quietly does a job. And I wonder if if he can stay healthy, um, whether he can take on a little bit more of um a responsibility in a team, um, and see see where that takes him. I yeah, I'm less sure about Malcolm Brogdon. I think if we, if I was putting another name, I mean, this is another name that might creep in there. Um, to me, would be someone like maybe a maybe I don't know. 
I, I, where would you put uh, Murray from the, from the Nuggets? What position is he? I would probably say shooting guard. Okay. I, I had a mental blank. I can't remember his first name. What's the kid's name? Um, uh, oh. He's Canadian as well. <laughs> uh, uh, Jamal. Jamal Murray, yeah. So, according to basketball reference, because to be honest, if he's... Let me just check now, because if he comes in as a shooting guard, a point guard, then technically, this might ruin my list. So, he's down as a point guard or a shooting guard, but he's listed okay. first as a point guard. I wonder how many games he played last year as a point guard and how many games he played as a shooting guard. Well, I guess no. the, the challenge is, is it's, it's not so much a positionally defined... Um, no, particularly when you have like, the best, yeah. uh, probably the best... Um, in like passing big there's ever been so no man Joel Embiid played to the oh, yeah. talking about. Yeah. I don't know what you're talking about <laughs> um, D'Angelo Russell interesting that he's now been left off the list even though he was on my list as well that was the only other person I thought would be a good person to think about but maybe not I mean he might yeah D'Angelo Russell um, even though obviously Nathan put him at number three uh, we've we've obviously voted that down, um, and Nathan has been revealed as the poor judge of talent that he is. Um, and uh, I would say he could be he could sneak in um, the top ten next year, but really I don't know how much like he's going to flourish in in the Warriors uh, alongside Curry. Yeah. Um, no, he get deployed as a shooting guard, but I, he's not a good fit for the Warriors. No. So I imagine they're basically going to give him some showtime minutes to, in order to try and work a trade that they like, but they just want him to get something back for... He's a good asset. Um, he's a good asset. Yeah, he's a good asset. He, I rate him as a player. I just think it's a bad situation for him. Yeah, for sure, man. No, I agree with you with that one. I agree with that one. Um, any more for any more? Not from me, man. Just uh, to say that, obviously, I'm bitter about the fact that Basically, you and Naif agreed, and and that was that. And they, you know, we weren't. I wasn't. I was. Nathan wasn't here for me to convince him the of the merits of my argument um, to to make sure that Ben Simmons got that top five spot that no, I just feel like he deserves. Hey, listen, his, his if we're still struggling. If we're struggling for content later on in the season, we can do top ten worst point guards. Let us know what you think at FNH Podcast or Friday Night Hoops UK on the socials. Make sure you check us out. Subscribe, enjoy, and uh, we'll be back with another episode very soon, counting down our top 10 shooting guards. But uh, for now, thanks for listening. Sayonara.